Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of the My Type of Type 1 podcast. I'm your host, Stone, and this week we are going to be talking about my insulin pump. I have the Tandem T-Slim X2 insulin pump, and we're going to get into how I use it, how it's kind of changed things for me, and just its overall usage settings, what it looks like, things like that. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode. So to say that I love my pump would probably be an understatement. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's just like anything else. It does have its ups and downs. But for the most part, I really do love having this pump. So let me try to explain it the best that I can. Because like I said last time, when I try to explain something, sometimes it doesn't really work out. So my insulin pump, it's probably about the size of like a beeper. There's one button at the top, and that's kind of like your lock screen button. So when you press it, it locks the screen. If you press it while the screen is locked, you know, it wakes up. And then, for the most part, the rest of it is just touchscreen. There's a little button on the side that's kind of like your, your home screen button. So, like, whatever you could be in, whatever part of the pump or pump settings you're in, if you press that button, it takes you right back to the main screen. I have a graph online because it's in tune with my sensor. And at the top, it tells me my battery life percentage. So like right now, my battery life is at 45%. It tells me the time, the day, how many units of insulin I have in the pump. It has my graph so I can see what my sugar currently is, which it's 205 with two arrows going up, which means my sugar is going up pretty fast right now. But at the bottom of the graph, it tells me that I have 12 units of insulin currently working in my body, which is known as your insulin on board. So I'll watch it. I'm not too worried about it right now, but I'll watch it. Um, Then there's the options button and then the bolus button. The bolus button is the button you press when you want to give yourself more insulin. So if you press that, it has how many units you'd be taking. If you just want to punch in, you know, give me five units, you can do that. It has the carb count. So if you want to say I'm having 92 grams of carbs, you punch that in and then it'll do the math and tell you how many units you should be taking. It also plugs in your current blood sugar level so that if you didn't have any insulin on board currently, it would adjust and add more insulin if you so needed. And then as far as the options, you can... Just stop your insulin completely, which, I mean, you most likely would not have to stop. So there's the options to load a new cartridge, the cartridge that holds the insulin, the my pump options, that is where like the basis of your, they call it a personal profile, which is what has all your pre-programmed settings as far as your carb to insulin ratio, how many units of insulin you should be getting every hour, and if that should change. So like for instance, I have my settings to at midnight give me one unit every hour. At 6.45, that changes to four units every hour. At noon, that changes to 2.5 every hour. And then I don't have it change again until midnight. And that's what basically my base 
of insulin is. So that's like 57.75 units per day of just your background insulin. Then there's the CGM, the continuous glucose monitoring options, device settings, sound, time, date, Bluetooth, history. You can look back at the history, see um, how much insulin you've been given or taking, things like that. But yeah, that's hope that kind of gives you a better visual description. And then I have mine in a little case and the case has a belt clip on it. So I can just clip it onto my belt. I don't have to worry about sticking it in my pocket or anything. And then coming out the side is the tube, which comes out of the cartridge. And I have the tubing that is 23 inches long. Um, that pretty much suffices for me. The next set is 43 inches and that's just way too much for me. So 23 it is. And yeah, the end of that is attached to my infusion set, a little port, um, a little cannula that sticks into my body. And like I said, it's not, it's not a metal needle. It's just like a plastic little cannula that stays inside my body and that's what that's attached to so that's my pump oh and then a safety feature that it has is that if it notices that you haven't um unlocked it within 12 hours it's now going to automatically stop giving insulin because well in a worst case scenario if you're passed out because your sugar is too low you don't want it to continually give you your uh, background insulin so it automatically will stop after 12 hours which i've actually had that well i've had happen that the pump would shut off i haven't been inactive for 12 hours but like for instance if the last thing i had was dinner at you know 8 30 and everything went well i caught up my carbs correctly and you know i didn't have any raises in my sugar where I need to take any more insulin then you know come 8 30 in the morning it's beeping at me telling me it's gonna shut off because it hasn't uh, been unlocked within 12 hours but I mean all you have to do is just unlock it and it'll be like hey I'm shutting off in like two minutes because you haven't unlocked me and then you just say don't do that there's like a button that says like don't shut off you press that and then you're all set to go so the pump that I have, I have two of their newer upgrades. One is called Basil IQ and the other one is Control IQ. So when I first got the Basil IQ, the Basil IQ, what it did was it worked with the sensor, the CGM, and it would look at when your sugar was dropping. And at a certain point, if your sugar was going to go too low within a half hour period of time, it would say, hey, I'm going to stop giving you insulin in the background because your sugar is dropping, which was great. And then the control IQ does the opposite. So I have both. So if your sugar is going up too quickly or it's going to go up over a certain number which that number is 200 so if it's going to go over 200 then it's going to say hey your sugar is rising i'm going to actually give you more insulin in the background to combat that both work together to try to make sure that you keep your 
sugars within your target range. So that's actually been a big help. Sometimes I don't necessarily like the control IQ because I sometimes I feel like it doesn't work sometimes. But for the most part, I mean, it does its job. It's just one of those, I guess, I feel like I, I'm i the one that has to be in control and control it. So it's like, you're not doing your job right. But, I mean, it is. Just, I have to be patient sometimes. Oh, there's an upgrade that lets you, um, instead of having to touch the pump and dial up your insulin from your pump, you can do it from your cell phone. I don't have that update yet. And partly because whenever there's a new update, they usually make you have to like take a training course for it. The pump company. Yeah, I tried to take that update course and it was like eight hours long. I don't remember how long it was, but it wasn't like 30 minutes or else I would have been on it. I don't even remember how long it is, but it was long enough that I haven't done it yet. And this came out. I think my wife was still pregnant. My child is now one. Yeah. 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 She was still pregnant. Oh my gosh. So that means it was not this past November, but the November before summer or October before somewhere around there. Yeah. She was definitely still pregnant because I was like, oh, I'm going to do this before we have the baby. Baby's one. Baby's one. I just tell you that course is too long and I haven't finished it yet. I will do it one day because that's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool update. I will do it. Just not right now. It's too long. I don't have the attention span for that. <laughs> but yeah, so as far as me and using the pump, um, like I said before in my other podcast, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to that one. Um, I started using the pump at the end of 2017. And it's been one of the most freeing feelings that I've had. I mean, before, whenever I would take my insulin, I would literally like look for somewhere out of the way. I never really used to go back to the car. Um, if I was desperate, I'd probably go back to the car, but honestly, I'd probably just like go to the bathroom. But then it's like, when do I find a good time to go to the bathroom? Like, oh, we ordered our food. We're talking. We're laughing. Oh, look, the food's here. Oh, look, I ate half of my meal. I should probably go to the bathroom and take my insulin kind of thing. Very seldomly did I actually take my insulin like right there in the booth. I mean, I've done it a couple times with family, with friends. I don't think I've ever done it when I was out with my friends. Maybe once or twice. Maybe, like, once or twice. But, yeah, no. Other times it was, like, with my family. So, like, my mom or my brother or dad or whoever I was sitting next to, they'd, like, kind of, like, hide me so I could do it. Um, kudos to them for not making me feel weird about it. Like, i just be like, I want to do this. <laughs> They'd be like, all right, we'll cover you. But, yeah, I don't have to do any of that anymore or worry about that anymore. Also, I don't have to give myself a shot every single time that I eat. And I mean, for me, kind of just this being life and growing up with this since I was such a small child, it's a normal thing. It's a normal occurrence. So it didn't really bother me in that sense. I'm not someone who's afraid of needles. Needles are needles. But just thinking about it, like not having to do that anymore. Don't get me wrong. I still do it every once in a while. But not having to do it anymore. It's just... It's like a relief. Now I just wear the little infusion port site 
and I change it out every couple of days. That's the extent of it. I feel like just like anything, there was that kind of honeymoon phase of everything about this is great and I love it and there's nothing that could go wrong. But, you know, the reality kind of sets in and not really, not a bad reality, just, you know, reality sets in. So, for instance, if I dial up in my pump that I have to take 20 units, well, it's going to give me that 20 units, but it's probably going to take like three to four minutes. And I might be exaggerating, but I might not be. But it's going to take like three minutes to give me that total of 20 units. Whereas I could just dial that 20 units into a pen and inject myself. And I mean, it was literally a push of a button. And whoop, there's all 20 units right there. So, you know, it's... It's a little bit longer in the insulin delivery system, but I mean, also you just dial it in, put it down and it does everything for you. So there's that. I remember when I first, first started, I would get, I don't know, maybe a little overwhelmed at the thought of like trying to remember to change my pump site. And just for the sense of like, you don't want to keep putting it in the same spot every single time. Just that overuse, you know, your body can only handle so much. Um, So just like with the multiple daily injections, I would change my side around. So I would use the right side of my stomach. I'd use the left side of my stomach. When I first got the pump, most times I'd choose a spot in the back of my arms. And I I do have two arms. So, you know, I'd switch between, you know, my left arm, my right arm, my stomach. I've heard people use their legs. I tried that a couple of times. And unless I just wasn't doing it right, it uh, didn't work out well for me. It felt like the insulin was like literally going directly into my muscle or maybe the spot that I was in. It was just like, this is a pretty solid muscle spot of your leg. And it's like, I could feel the insulin going into my body, which is a weird sensation. And it burned a little bit, but I think that was also because it was going into muscle. But yeah, the leg didn't really work out that well for me. I've also seen like the lower back or lower side, but I'm not sure if that's more they use that in children or if I've seen adults do it. I might have seen adults do it. Who knows what I've seen, but those haven't really worked for me. I mean, they worked. The arms worked for me, but with the arm, like that 23 inches is like just enough to give me enough room to kind of spread my arms out, which I mean, I'm not really doing anything to spread my arms out, but when you go to stretch and you feel a little tug, yeah, there's not that much room. I haven't done my arms in a while. But like if I get like not desperate, but if I'm really like in need of a change of a spot, I know that I can at least use my arms and give my stomach a break. But yeah, like when I first started, I made like a whole graph, a whole bar or sheet or whatever that I would every three days I would map out where I'm going to next put my pump site. I also did it with my CGM for every 10 days. But yeah, I would just, I would map out where I put it just so that I wouldn't forget. Because I felt like changing it every three days, that's going to be so much. And how I'm going to remember where I last put it and all this other stuff. Now, I'm a pro. I'm just kidding. Now, I just, I use multiple sides. Like, I'm on the right side of my stomach now. And I mean, like, there's enough room that I can, like, be on the lower half, come up a little bit, move to the left, move to the right. But, like, I I feel like I can see the different spots of my stomach that I've been using. And then when it's time to go to the other side of my stomach, I just go to the other side. So remembering where I last was, it's not really 
that big of a deal anymore. Like I said, I've gotten used to it. The pump is rechargeable. It has a rechargeable battery. So I normally just charge it every time I shower because, I mean, it's usually every day. Oh, and then I have to change out the cartridge. For the most part, the cartridge change happens the same time as my site change. So every two to three days, I change them out at the same time. That usually takes about maybe three minutes or five minutes because you have to um, refill the cartridge. Well, refill a new cartridge with insulin and then load it into the pump, let the pump, you know, load it and see how much is in it. You have to fill the tubing with insulin and then, you know, insert that sucker in your stomach. That's where you put it. But yeah, a full cartridge holds about 300 units of insulin. So for me, that's usually like two or two and a half days worth of insulin. I've had people ask me, like, can't that, like, get ripped out of your body? And the answer is yes. Yes, it could. Has it happened? Yes and no. No, in the sense of, like, the tubing hasn't got caught on a door and, you know, been yanked off of me. No, that hasn't happened. But I'm a wild sleeper. So every once in a while, if my sight isn't particularly stuck on my body in the best way, if I sleep really weird, it'll, like, pull the um, sticky material and I might wake up and, you know, have a high sugar. Wonder what's going on. It's like, oh, my pump site came off. That actually happened like two or three times, though. But I think what happened is I just, I put it in a weird spot on my stomach that like kind of bends a lot. So the material didn't really stick really well to it. So when I was moving around, it just kept pulling, pulling, pulling the sticky material till it finally just pulled the side off in my sleep. But you know, you live and you learn. I don't put it that high up on my stomach anymore. It could happen, but... For the most part, it doesn't. But yeah, as far as like the rest of the tubing, the rest of the time, I usually, I just keep it tucked in my pants, my jeans, wherever. So 23 inches of tubing isn't really coming out of my body. The other thing is making sure I have enough insulin in the pump when I'm doing something. So like if we're going out somewhere or, you know, I'm going to work, I have to make sure I have enough insulin in there for the day. You know, you don't have to run out of insulin and then be stuck. Although I do keep pens insulin pens with me just in case because yeah just in case um so a little trick that i do sometimes because you know sometimes i do forget to check and so i might start the day you know it's 8 30 in the morning and my pump goes off and it's like haha hey you have 30 units left for the entire day by the way it's 8 30 in the morning and so in those cases i would usually wait until it gets to about so it'll remind me when there's 30 units left and then it'll remind me when there's four units left so i'll usually wait until it reminds me that there's like four units left which let's be real that's probably going to be around mid-morning or so i'm just kidding but whenever that reminder goes off i will stop my insulin from my pump and then for the rest of the time until i get home i will give myself injections with the insulin pen and for those five hours i'll switch to mdi multiple daily injections that way i'm still getting my insulin and yes i do account for the background insulin because i'd stopped my pump so i'm no longer getting that so i'll account for the background insulin because even though math is hard math is easy um so i'll add a couple extra units in there 
And then when I get home, I change my pump. I mean, that does happen. Uh, well, it doesn't happen a lot, but it doesn't happen not so often either. But those pens, those insulin pens come in handy. But yeah, that's how I do that. Even though I do kind of have to wear this all the time, I don't have to wear it all the time. And I say that in the sense of like, again, I said I don't wear it in the shower. That's when I usually charge it. But yeah, or like if I we go to the beach and I go swimming, I can disconnect from it for, you know, a little bit. For me, I noticed that my body doesn't usually have a reaction to no insulin within the first two hours. After about two two and a half hours, my sugar will start to go up because it's like, hey, there's no insulin in here. So with that being said, for the most part, if I'm going to the beach or something or I'm going to go in the water, I have a good two hours that I can be disconnected from my pump, which is great. I can get wet, but you know, you're not going to submerge it in the ocean. So I can disconnect from it from a little bit. And then, like I said, obviously with my sensor, I can just keep tabs and know what my sugar is. And then if I notice my sugar is going up a little bit, then I can reconnect for a sec, put more insulin in my body and keep going. Like it doesn't have to stop my entire day, which is great. And again, it just makes things more manageable. I don't have to worry about those weird social environments where I like have to go find somewhere to take my insulin it's just now i just have to look down and dial it up and call it a day and i mean nobody really notices anyway but yeah i don't really miss out on anything anymore but yeah i feel like the pump has definitely helped in giving me better control like i said my a1c has gotten lower as long as I remember to check my pump before I leave the house, make sure I have enough insulin with me. Um, keep those pens in handy for a backup just in case. Make sure it's charged because who wants a dead pump with them? Just do all that and you're good. Try not to get it caught on a doorknob or anything. But yeah, I like my life with the pump. It's been pretty good so far. It's been, it's been five and a half years, almost six years. And yeah. I don't think I'm going to change and go back. I like where I am. I like it a lot. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Join me again next week for another episode as I go more into my life with type 1 diabetes. Remember that nothing that I say should be taken as medical advice, but simply what has benefited me. If you need to make any changes, please remember to always talk to your doctor. Also, please follow or like, subscribe, hit the plus button, whatever it is on your podcast player. And if at all possible, if you could please leave a rating, five-star rating, and leave me a review, that would be great. You can follow the podcast on Facebook at my type of type one podcast you can follow the podcast on twitter at my type of type one and it's the same on instagram my type of type one or you could follow me personally on instagram at stone underscore t1d underscore dad and you can also check out my website my type of type one podcast.com you can listen to the podcast there check for any updates either there or on either of the instagram pages 
Thank you, and see you next week. Oh, and before I forget, after this week, there is only one more episode for this season. It's been a great first season so far. I appreciate everyone who has downloaded and followed and listened. But next week will be the last episode in season one. And I hope you all look forward to season two.